my goal is, is that when I look at an environment, if you're saying words like I feel stuck, I'm not getting where I want in my career, I can't get pregnant, I'm not making the money that I want, I call that a kinked hose. So if you can imagine a kinked hose, you've got a little bit of water trickling out, but you know, it's not abundant. So my job as a practitioner is to go in and unkink the hose so that things are flowing properly. You are now listening to the Soul and Wonder podcast, episode 63, Redesigning Your Life with Feng Shui with Amanda Gates. Welcome to the Soul and Wonder podcast, where the conduits of the body, depths of the mind, and atlas of the soul are explored with devotion. Through cultural exchange, Christopher and Sarah and their guests will deliver sacred wisdom from around the globe uncovering the hidden gems of conscious living and holistic healing, all to empower you on your journey of self-discovery. And now, here are your hosts, Christopher and Sarah. Welcome to the Soul and Wonder Podcast. We are your hosts, Christopher and Sarah, and it has been a while. We've definitely noticed we fell behind. I'm sure you noticed too, but we had so much going on. Between the holidays, traveling to see family, we had a blast, and Finding out that, well, we're pregnant. Woo! We are pregnant. Well, I'm not pregnant. She's pregnant. We, well, yeah, I guess. Technically speaking. I hear people say we're pregnant. I'm not carrying the baby. (laughs) But we're pregnant. And I'm about 10 weeks along now, and I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. It has been a wild roller coaster ride the last few weeks, so I did not have any energy to do anything. But alas, we are here now. We are catching up. We have amazing interviews to bring to you over the next few weeks, which leads us to this interview with Amanda Gates. Yes, we're, we were very excited to bring Amanda on the show. Amanda is a professionally trained interior designer, feng shui practitioner, podcaster, and award-winning blogger. She has seamlessly married interior design and feng shui for almost 20 years to help clients achieve spaces that feel as beautiful as they look. Now, you might be wondering what feng shui is. We'll get into that. But Amanda's style is described as fresh, comfortable, and relaxed, and is well-known for classic design with a modern, colorful twist. She is one of Nashville's Home and Garden Magazine's top designers to watch, and in 2015, Amanda was awarded top recognition as the Toast of Music City Best Interior Designer. She also placed third in the Nashville scene for Best Interior Design Firm. Amanda and her team complete projects locally as well as across the United States. Her designs and educational blog have been featured in numerous publications including the Huffington Post, the Global Design Post, People Magazine, Nashville Home and Garden and Williamson Source, At Home Tennessee, Greater Nashville House and Home, the Brentwood Home Magazine, and recently Fox News Magazine. Amanda attended college in California where she attained her design degree and where she began studying feng shui. This journey gave her a deeper appreciation for feng shui principles and the true meaning of intentional placement when designing a home. Since college, Amanda has furthered her education feng shui and energy design and continues to work under a grand master now some of you might be like wait what are you guys like 
a different podcast now. Like, what does this have to do with personal development? But trust us, this is going to open up many, many doors for you to live your best life. We're going to talk about what makes feng shui different than what you might think as interior design and break a few feng shui myths, like how it's not just about moving furniture, but rather all about energy alignment, including the surprising connection between feng shui and personal and spiritual development. Amanda also shares her interesting story of how she switched her life around from medical school to feng shui practitioner and shares stories of how her clients' lives have changed, some even in the most unexpected yet glorious ways after following her feng shui guidance. Top areas most people feel blocked in their lives. We're going to talk about that and how it is actually reflected in their environment, and of course, simple ways to change it for the better. And Amanda shares information on her upcoming events that you don't want to miss if you're looking to live free of blocks and barriers. You're going to have fun with this one, guys. You're going to learn a lot of new things. We sure did, and she's just great. She's just wonderful. Yes, we're very excited to bring this one to you. And guys, we love reviews. Please, please, if you can, go on iTunes, leave us a review, and also subscribe to the podcast. Amanda, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So Amanda, some of our listeners might be very new to this topic and very curious. So what exactly is feng shui and how did you get to where you are today as a feng shui interior designer? Uh, Yeah, great question. I think that the easiest way to explain feng shui is it's just about increasing flow and abundance in your life. And that's all areas of your life. So I basically look at a space and I, I can read energy. And so my goal is, is that when I look at an environment, uh, most environments, if you're saying words like I feel stuck, I'm not getting where I want in my career, I can't get pregnant, I'm not making the money that I want, I call that a kinked hose. So if you can imagine a kinked hose, you've got a little bit of water trickling out, but you know it's not abundant. So my job as a practitioner is to go in and unkink the hose so that things are flowing properly. That's probably the best description of what feng shui is. And as far as how I got into it, it's actually a really funny story. I was pre-med and I'm probably the only practitioner interior designer who has a degree in biology with a micro in, uh, microbiology. And I was on my way to med school. I got accepted. I was on my way to Southern California. And my then husband and I, we had purchased a home and we took it back to the studs and we were like had stars in our eyes because, you know, we bought like the worst house, but in the most amazing neighborhood. Like this was the neighborhood that everybody wanted to be in, but the homes were so expensive. So we had stars in our eyes because, you know, we were like, oh, my God, we got this amazing house for like dirt cheap. And then when we got in there, we're like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't know what you were getting yourself into. Oh, my God. Thank God I was 20 then, because like nowadays, I don't think I would do it. I would have been like, "Uh, no. So. What was interesting is that we took it back to the studs, which means that we completely ripped everything out of it. Like there wasn't even a kitchen in this house. Like this man had actually let homeless people live in this house for a portion of time because in California, there's a law that as long as you have occupants in the home, the bank can't foreclose your home. 
So he literally went to downtown, grabbed some homeless people and threw them in the house. So they were urinating in the house and they put this stove in the middle of this room. I don't even know if it was a kitchen. And they took a saw and cut a hole in the roof. (laughs) And they put like a a barrel that they were lighting up at night, I guess, to stay warm and to eat food. Like this is the house I bought. So anyways, we took it back to the suds, completely remodeled it. And when we were done, I couldn't breathe. I kept having panic attacks and I kept feeling stuck. And like, I just was like, I'm looking at all of these beautiful, amazing things. I have beautiful chandeliers. Like I live in the most amazing home and hate is a strong word, but I was like, Meh. I don't really like mm. this. And I couldn't quite put my finger on what was wrong. And I went down to a Borders bookstore before they went out of business. And I'm looking at all of these uh, interior decorating books. And in my mind, I'm thinking, if I could just make this prettier, if it could just be prettier, it'll make it better. And I was standing in front of all of these books. And this woman walked over to me and she said, darling, you don't need those books. You need that book. And she pointed to this ominous F word. I had no idea how to pronounce it. And I realized that we had had our front door boarded up because it had been, we were getting it remodeled, but it had been boarded up for almost a year. And that's why I couldn't breathe. That's why I felt like I was being strangulated because the front door is so important in feng shui. So I was so excited. I completely dove headfirst into it. It made perfect sense to me. That was kind of when I realized I was very empathic and I had this very strong relationship with my environments that I could feel them. And so I ditched med school and (laughs) went to design school because that was the only thing I figured I got to become a real estate agent or an interior designer so that I can get in home so I can do this feng shui stuff. Like I didn't even really care about the other part. I just wanted to do the feng shui. And so the rest is history. Wow. wow. It's very, very, very interesting story that you have. And, you know, feng shui is very, um, I mean, we've been exposed to it a little bit through my stepmother actually is into it and had her house feng shui. And, and so it does make a difference. It really does. And for people that really aren't so sure about it or think it's maybe a little woo woo, it definitely makes a huge difference in the way everything flows and you just feel so much more comfortable um, in the house. And that, again, that's why we were excited to bring you on today to talk more about this. So what makes feng shui different from other interior design? Well, I mean, it's everything because most interior designers are looking at a space to decorate it and to make it pretty, which I call lipstick on a pig, right? Like you're, (laughs) you're going in and you're, you're, it's exactly what I experienced. I decorated my home to the nines and it was amazing and beautiful, but I couldn't breathe. So a, a traditional interior designer goes into a space and they may do paint and, and they may change the energy just by, because they're making it beautiful, but there's a whole nother dimension of what goes on. And so my firm is different because if somebody calls us up and says, I just need an interior designer, we won't even work with them. Our step, we have a step-by-step process. And the first step is, is we do the feng shui. We look at the energy. I read the floor plan and see what's going on in these people's lives. Because a lot of times when we are anxious and things aren't going right, we tend to drive our energy into external things, thinking that that's going to fix it without realizing that we're doing it. So you may be anxious because 
your health isn't great or your partnership is falling apart or there's something going wrong in your life. And so you've got anxiety. And so you're like, I'm going to decorate, you know? And so that energy, if we calm the energy first and then we decorate, it's going to heighten the experience. Mm -hmm. Makes total sense. So it's almost like using your environment as a way to tune into your internal condition to see where you're off balance internally, therefore being able to uh, sort of mold your environment in a way that is conducive to healing on a body, mind, soul level, instead of like you said, if you're feeling anxious, you have these feelings to just start decorating. Instead, it's, it's using it to your advantage to go inward. Yeah. I always tell people that your environment is a direct reflection of you and you are a direct reflection of your environment. So mm-hmm. I can read a floor plan and I can see that somebody's have like we've been getting a lot of partnership issues lately. The last three have all had affairs. Um, tax issues I can see in a floor plan. High blood pressure, insomnia, anxiety, and fertility. I can see this when I read somebody's floor plan. And so as I'm looking at this, I'm like, oh, okay. This is why they're experiencing these five things is because of this one thing. So what that does is it allows us to unkink that hose and allow the energy to flow properly. And then they may not want to decorate. If that energy is feeling good, then that's a direct reflection on their own personal chi. And if they're content, then they don't have energy to expend into something that may not be necessary. Hmm. So what is it about, like you were saying how, okay, so you could see in their floor plan, why it made sense that they were perhaps experiencing certain blockages in various, a variety of areas of their lives. To kind of give our listeners um, a, a visual, what is it about some of these floor plans that were perhaps putting those kinks in these? And to add to that, in regards to the floor plan, when you say floor plan, you're talking about obviously where things are placed in the house, not only the walls, but also where they place the couch or the bed and all of that. No? Okay. I always tell people I'm working in the fifth dimension. (laughs) (laughs) We like that. We like fifth dimension. (laughs) Um, This is a very highly advanced level of, of feng shui. And so a lot of people will, a lot of times the common misconception is, is that feng shui is moving furniture or it's clutter control. And it's a little tiny sliver of those things because there's some common denominators that we may look at in those categories. But what we're really looking at is how energy flows or doesn't flow. And there's Mm -hmm. all kinds of things that I do to try to define what's happening and showing up. But for a beginner that's just starting out, I always tell them to start with my top five disruptors. Mm-hmm. My top five disruptors you can find all over my website. I've done a bunch of podcasts on them on my show. I've done, I've got a great YouTube channel where I talk about them. But the top five disruptors are a great place to start. The front door is one of them, which is what I experienced in my own life where I couldn't breathe and was having panic attacks. Um, you want to look at the overall shape of your home, figure out where your bathrooms are. You, where the furniture comes in is your bed or your desk. You want to make sure that you can always see the door because you want to be in command. And then there's this um, idea of where your bathrooms are. I think I said bathrooms. So I say knife mm-hmm. edges is the last one. So knife edges, again, are important if they're at your desk or your bed. And it's basically where uh, two walls, if you can imagine like a hallway, and it has that point. 
mm-hmm. like a hallway typically does. If that comes at your bed or your desk, that could create an illness, that could create anxiety, that can uh, create criticism. So we look for those types of things. But what I'm trying to do is when I look at a floor plan, two things. I have an understanding of how energy flows or doesn't flow. And I'm also intuitive myself. So I will typically start out with putting my hands on the floor plan and just get what my immediate response is, what my immediate downloads are. Like, what am I initially getting? Like last week I got one, I was working on a plan and this little boy kept coming in and he was so exuberant and loud. And I'm like, I don't know who you are, but you're amazing and cute. And like, he was so cute. So we told the client and I was like, are you trying to like maybe get pregnant again or have a kid? She's like, oh, good Lord, honey. No, I'm 50. Like, I don't want a kid. And so I was like, this child was really coming in strong. Like there was a child there. And so I asked my friend, I was like, you know, I, how would you read this? Like, has that ever happened to you? And she said she probably had a miscarriage or something. And I was like, Mm. oh, and so like, was so bizarre because I asked my friend Jamie about this. And then an hour later, this client emailed me and she goes, I totally forgot when I was 40, I had a miscarriage and it was a boy. (laughs) So, you know, I get downloads like that, but then also I'm trained, I'm trained to look at a floor plan in a way so that I can have an understanding of how the energy is flowing in that house and how that environment is affecting you and how it shows up in your personal chi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fifth dimension. <laughs> I, love it. I love it. So I know a lot of our listeners are probably like, oh my goodness, what's my floor plan like? <laughs> what would you say to people who live in an apartment who maybe perhaps don't have as much control over restructuring like the, the walls the or walls or the big doesn't matter? Um so the way that this works is you know, we have this energy field around us, right? We have this emotional, astral, spiritual body around us. Mm-hmm. And I call this our personal Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. So what happens is, is that whatever is in your personal Wi-Fi is what you attract. So like, for instance, we had a gal who sent us her floor plan, I don't know, maybe six months ago. And as soon as I got it, I was like, yep, there's there's been an affair. Somebody's been having an affair. And so she had moved into this apartment because her husband had had an affair. And so I was able to see that in the apartment, even though she hadn't even moved in yet. So the reason why that was showing up is because it was in her personal Wi-Fi. So if you do live in a a temporary space, an apartment, you know, if it's not your actual home, it doesn't matter. It's still going to influence you and you attracted it. And the cool thing is, is that by having this understanding that this shows up is that you can break the pattern. I've literally had clients where they will show me their homes. And I just had a client, uh, we're going to be holding a retreat in May. And the gentleman who is holding the retreat, he actually was looking at three houses to purchase for the retreats. And all three of them had the same exact design details. And he didn't even realize it. Wow. Wow. So we attract it because it's in our field. Absolutely. You know, this is beautiful because I'm, I'm starting to see how it is definitely directly correlated with our personal development, our spiritual well-being, all of this. You know, it's like you said, it's interchangeable. The way that your environment is, is a reflection of you internally, but also you and your well-being is a reflection of your environmental state. So, for our listeners who are, are probably like, I don't know about this. 
I don't know about this. What would you say to them who might be having a little harder time grasping the concept of energy related to our environment and our well-being? Well, first of all, I love skeptics. (laughs) They're my favorite. you know, I think that the biggest issue is, is that it's hard for people to wrap their head around it because they can't see it. Right. But the thing is, is you can't see wind, you can't see Wi-Fi, and yet our stuff works. You know, there's all of these things that are out there that you can't see and gravity. We're not all floating around. <laughs> it's just something that we accept. And so I think once you experience the magic, it, you're just like blown away. I had a, a gentleman uh, send us his floor plan maybe three months ago. And he's like, you're crazy. This doesn't exist. There's no way in hell that you can do this. And I said, send me your floor plan. So he sent me his floor plan. And I'm like, you know, you're not as big of an entrepreneur as you say that you are, you're struggling financially, and you've got some severe issues from your childhood. And I have a feeling it's around your father. And he was like, I don't know how the hell you did that. But that's amazing. (laughs) So it's, I can't explain why it works. I can't explain why I know these things. I can't explain um, why energy works the way that it does. It just does. I've been doing it for 20 years and I've just gotten to the point to where I don't question it. I just embrace it. I think it's magical. And the thing is, is that it's all fixable. Mm-hmm. So once you have an understanding of where the blockages are and the things that are showing up for you, then you can go in and you can unkink that hose and then your life opens up in unimaginable ways that are usually better than you, you know, you, you conjure up in your mind. I think it would be magical for it to be like this. But then the universe gifts you this other thing and you're like, oh my God, I didn't even know that this was possible. Mm -hmm. That's great. Mm -hmm. And so obviously you just shared one story there, but um, for our listeners, can you share maybe one or two more miraculous stories to help those non-believers become believers? Yeah, I would say that another issue that I see a lot is partnership issues. The relationship um, is struggling. Maybe they're not as intimate as they used to, or they can't find a partner. Can't find a partner is a big one. And I actually have, I think I still have this story on my website, but we had a gal last year who called us up and she's like, literally for 13 years, I've been trying to find love. Twice I've met the one and twice they've just disappeared. They've just, I guess there's this term that the kids say now, ghosting. (laughs) I'm not hip to these things. And I was like, okay, well, I look at her floor plan. I'm like, yep, it's right there. I'm like, how long have you lived in this house? 13 years. I'm like, oh, well, there you go. So as soon as we fixed the energy and relaxed it so that this wasn't showing up for her and she was no longer lacking partnership, she's now engaged. I mean, hello. Hello. You just got to fix the energy. Wow. I love it. So what is it in her floor plan specifically, if you can remember that, because I know you also received the intuitive messages too. Um, but if you were looking at her floor plan and you saw that specifically, what is it you're looking for to be able to call that out in her experience? Yeah. So in her specific plan, it actually fell into those top five disruptors that I was just talking about. So they had moved her front door. And so the original front door had been uh, like sealed shut and it was in her closet. She's like, oh yeah, it's right here. So that's a really big deal because it was still there, but it was hidden at the front of the house. You couldn't see it, but the door was still there. 
So that's a, a huge thing because you want to do ceremony around that and you want to honor the front door for what it's done. And like, literally they just sealed over it and moved it. Then her actual front door, she never used because there was like this weird, I don't know. It was, it was like this glass door thing that went over the actual door and it was locked and they never gave her the key. And so she was like, I'll just go through the back door. Mm. She never used the new front door. So that was a big issue. And then there's an energy center in the back right of your home that represents partnership. And she was missing that. So I was able to say, okay, there's something going on. There's a lack within your partnership area. You don't have a voice and there's something that's hidden. I was able to basically connect the dots. And then when I was able to tune into her energy, that's where I could feel that there was a a need for love, a need for wanting a relationship. And then I looked at the three dots and I'm like, okay, this is the story that's unfolding for me. I'm, I'm seeing that you want a relationship and you can't get one. And you're possibly, you keep losing the partner or the partner has left. And she's like, not only is that true, but it's happened Mm -hmm. twice. So it's just about connecting those dots and seeing our environment is so intrinsic to who we are and how it affects us. And the thing is, is that I think so often we do have those anxieties and we have those things showing up in our life. And then we look to those external things to try to fix it. We start eating better. We go on, you know, a vision quest. We start working out. We do all these things, but it doesn't fix it because literally the solution is under your nose. It's at home. But most people don't see their home as a possible solution. Wow. You know, I can honestly say that it had never been something that I fully explored and you know getting to know you through your website and what you've been doing like my my interest has peaked like now I'm looking around our apartment and I'm like hmm interesting what would you say are like the major areas of people's lives that come up the most with clients that come to you who are feeling blocked in certain ways we actually I'm starting to put together some mini courses for 2019 and we actually just looked at this so the top ones were partnership issues financial issues health and anxiety those were the the top four that we were uh, it was like anxiety around um those three things, basically, you know, you can't find the partner or your relationship's not doing well, or you're freaking out because your finances aren't where they're supposed to be, or you're freaking out because you're not feeling well. So those are the, mm-hmm. those are the three top ones. Mm-hmm. And so when you begin to work with somebody, obviously you talk about bringing in first the floor plan and doing all of that. And so what does the actual process look like? How long do you usually work with somebody? Um, and yeah, just kind of explain that process a little bit. So the first step is we get, sorry, my cat is like going ballistic over here because she sees me talking and she's like, what are you doing? Stay over there. Um, so the, the first part is getting that floor plan and that part is free. You can go onto our website. We've got a button on the homepage and it says, I don't know, something really cool, like rapidly change your life with a floor plan reading. So you'll immediately get connected to my project manager, Deborah. And what she'll do is she'll get all of the information I need. A lot of times people will leave out really important details. They'll let me know where the sofa is, but like, I don't know where the front door is. <laughs> These are details I need. So she'll make sure that I have all the details. And then what I'll do is I will do, um, I'll spend about 30 to 45 minutes on it and I'll just take a look at it and just let them know what I think is showing up for them and what I think that they are experiencing. 
So what Deborah will do is she'll hop on the phone with them and go over those details and say, you know, what stood out for you? You know, does this resonate? And everybody's always, she's spot on, all 10 of them. I'm experiencing it all. (laughs) And then if they want to proceed with figuring out how to alleviate those issues and unkink that hose, then what we'll do is we put together a, a custom quote based on what the plan entails. And so the next step after they've paid is it gets really extensive. It, it can be, it's usually, I spend about two to three weeks on the pre-work as far as I'll do divination to get really clear about what their higher selves need, what their higher selves really need to hear, uh, changes that they need to make. And then I will go through and I look at everything from orientation of the house, overall house addressed so that I can do like an aerial so I can see how the energy is around the home. I look at the property line and the lot lines and I look at what's going on around them. Like what's going on with their neighbors? Do they have um, stores, churches, cemeteries? Like what, what's the energy that's going on around them? So that gets really extensive. We call that the deep dive where I really get into it. And then we'll do a Zoom call like this and I'll get on with them and I will just go through the details of why I think they're experiencing anxiety or partnership issues. Or I've had a couple in the last couple of weeks where all three had tax issues. So I'll go through and I'll explain, you know, this is why I think you're experiencing this. This is how we alleviate it. And then what we do is I put together a packet that has all of this information in it so that they can go at it with, you know, a plan to attack it and alleviate all these issues to start allowing the magic to come in. It's really fun. Wow. And so once somebody does take your advice and go through with the changes, um, what is the typical or average timeline that people um, start to experience these transformations in their life? That is the million dollar question. (laughs) Um, That is totally up to God. Uh, It's really up to the person too. Um, first question we always ask, have you done everything? Because sometimes, you know, we had one gal who did one thing and like, Uh, she, uh, she was on our podcast. Her name was Lori and she had been working in corporate for 25 years and they just let her go one day. And she was like, Amanda, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. Like I have no skill. Well, I have a skill set, but like I've been doing the same thing for 25 years. And so I gave her a list of 10 things to do. She did one thing and landed her dream job. She got, she was the coordinator for the SP awards. (laughs) I mean, And she only did one thing. So, um, and that happened within like two to three weeks after she and I had spoken. Um, We've had one of them, which which we call the Harper experience. She got results within 12 hours. Um, But we have some that it takes six months. And a lot of it is up to the person. Because I always tell people, if you have even a seed of doubt If you're going into this, like, I don't know about this hooey stuff. Like, this is some woo-woo hippie shit. Like, what the hell am I doing? If you've got a seed of doubt, you're kinking the hose. And so you're telling the universe, I don't know if you're ready for this. So you've got to go balls to the walls. I am ready for the magic. You know, you got to really go into it. And those are the clients. When, When our clients are really excited about it, like, 
they will email us and we're like, wow, we could not have seen that happen. Like that, like the SB awards. Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> so it's totally dependent on them. But one of the other things that I always work with people in addition to their environment, I work on them. So it's all about cultivating your chi and getting your chi you know, so that you don't have all, I call it the Charlie Brown effect. You know, you got all this shit in your uh, field. And so I help people cultivate their chi, relax this, get rid of a lot of that anxiety, and then do the, the adjustments. And then that's what helps them, you know, experience the magic a lot faster. Wow. And I do have one more question in regards to some of these transformations or changes that you suggest. So obviously, um, you know, that one small part of moving beds or couches, as we touched on in the beginning, that's one tiny little tiny piece of sliver. it. But what other, I mean, are people remodeling their homes, They're like tearing down walls and, and doing something? Oh, God, no. Okay. It's so simple. As human beings, we want to overcomplicate everything. I can attest to that because I am the queen of overcomplicating things. <laughs> no, I mean, sometimes it is like um, uh, one of my clients, Amy Stark, she is actually an energy practitioner. She's an energy healer. And I read her floor plan. And one of the big things that they were having an issue with is that they live in Colorado and they had an apartment in New York that they had been trying to sell for over a year. And so I was like, well, put a windmill out in your backyard. You know, one of those things you stick in the ground and it spins around. It was like, I don't know, 20 bucks. And so I was like, try that. Let's see what happens. And I hadn't talked to her in like six months and we were just at a conference and she goes, Oh my God, I forgot to tell you after I did that, it sold in five days. (laughs) I mean, how simple was that? What is it, for example, with the windmill that would move the energy in such a way and align with the intention for it to be sold because intention and, you know, belief is powerful too. What is it about that small simple purchase and implantation in the backyard that really, truly helped. You just answered your own question by her placing that in there. She moved the energy and she set the intention to move the energy to sell the impart- the apartment. Mm. So what we forget about is that there's this whole world of quantum mechanics, right? Mm. This whole world of quantum physics that's opening up like you know, there's these pioneers like Bruce Lipton that, that talk about this stuff all the time. But the thing is, is that we're all connected. And so energetically, they were connected to that apartment, even though they're in Colorado, they're still connected to, you know, this apartment in New York. So simply setting the intention within their own Wi-Fi, this sucker is moving the energy and is going to sell this apartment. It's that simple. So we can't see it. So we, as humans, we're so overdone on our left brain. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, we use something like 96% of our left brain and most adults only use about 3%. But this is where the magic lands. Like this is where magic is. And so we need to, to really spend more time in our right brain so that we don't question so much. Like just act like a three-year-old and be like, we're going to go sell the apartment. <laughs> it's truly tapping into that innate creative nature within ourselves that we always doubt and we have to put outside of ourselves to make it happen. But really it's coming from within ourselves. It's about giving ourselves permission to Mm -hmm. be that creator. And that's, you're like a catalyst for people to help 
them give themselves permission to create the reality in a way that's beneficial for them. And so it's a beautiful thing that you're doing. And it's all key components of conscious manifestation. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, and empowering, you know, it's not only permission, but it's empowering people with very simple tools. Like, again, everybody wants to overcomplicate it and make it like, this is going to have to be really hard. And it's not, it's, it's just, here are the tools. This is what you need to do. And this is what's going to change it for you. And then that left analytical brain kicks in and goes, Oh no, it can't be that simple. You know, but if you allow the right brain to go, wow, this is going to be fun. Let's do this. You know? So it's a matter of in really being empowered by that information and just thinking like shut down the left brain and just think, but what if, you know, what if we were able to put this thing in the yard or change this little thing or set the intention? And it's that simple because a lot of times it is. There's there's no remodeling required. <laughs> that, that's that's awesome. I know that people would probably send us hate emails if I didn't ask you this question um, because a few questions ago you answered about some of the most common areas of one's life being blocked. And you found out uh, a multitude of areas. And one of those was finances, of course. So I know people are looking at their bank accounts right now and saying, come on, Sarah, ask her, what, <laughs> what are some of the simple things I can do to get that money energy flowing? It's really going to depend on their floor mm-hmm. plan because every single floor plan is different. So like I read a floor plan this morning where they're just burning through it all. (laughs) I mean, there's no, there's no light way to say it. You know, I mean, they are burning through their money. So in that case with someone like that, I'm going to have, I'm actually going to recommend that they do paint. I'm going to have them paint some very specific colors in their house to bring wisdom Mm -hmm. so that they have an understanding of how to manage their money better. So in another instance, it might just be that there's partnership issues and maybe there's conflict. And so one partner is spending more than the other. So that would require something entirely different. Or it could just be that it's one of the top five disruptors and there's a, there's a missing area that is indicative of money. And so we just need to alleviate that. But it's all going to depend on the floor plan because every floor plan is different. And then the people that occupy it are different. So it's going to be customized based on what their floor plan says. Beautiful. Great. That makes sense to me. And so you had mentioned that you have uh, some retreats coming up. You have mini course and all of that. But what other updates would you like to share with our listeners? And also, where can they follow you to find out more information on this fun play world? I am all over the internet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um If they want, you know, if they just are uncertain about this whole thing and this is totally new to them, I would encourage them to check out my podcast, Home Energy Design. Um, It's a a really great podcast. I do a lot of teaching uh, podcasts on there. In fact, I just did one in November uh, on the front door, which was huge. It's like it's been our it was our most uh, huge. It was October 26th. I did the front door. And so we've gotten so many emails about, oh my God, I did this to my front door and I did this and I won this. And I got, we have one lady emailed us that she won the lottery. (laughs) (laughs) So that's not a testament to clean up your front door. Um, 
So start there. I've also got a really great YouTube channel where I do a lot of teaching modules on there. So if you want to um, test the waters and try some of the adjustments, there's a lot of free stuff on there. Um, I do have, because we have been getting a lot of floor plans with love issues and money issues, I've got a mini course coming out in February for love. Um, and then in April, we've got one coming out on money. They're just little mini courses to help you get started to um, just start getting the energy right around those so that um, there's not so much strangulation around it. Um, I've got a retreat coming up in May. It's May 13th through 17th at um, it's Lake Norman, North Carolina. If you want more information on that, all you have to do is go to gatesinteriordesign.com forward slash elevate retreat. So that's going to be really cool if you're really on board with feng shui and you're like, I am in. Um, the retreat's going to be really fun. It's going to be, I'm going to be teaching about all of my principles, the top five disruptors, and really empower people with tools on how they can start fixing the energy in their own homes. And then we're going to have all this fun stuff too, like meditation and boating and um, a women's circle and all kinds of good stuff. So you can learn more about that on there. Uh, and then if you want a, a floor plan reading of your own, you can just go to the website gatesinteriordesign.com and there's a button right on the homepage and you can get your process started and, and start. I think what's challenging is, is that I see people's dirty laundry. So, you know, you have to be willing to admit that there's shit going on, but I can fix it. So <laughs> for sure, for sure. Well, we really appreciate everything that you've brought to the table here in this conversation. And I know I really enjoyed it. I got a lot out of this and I'm sure our listeners did too. And so we will, again, I encourage all listeners go check out the website, get that free uh, reading um, and yeah, check it out. So we really appreciate your time, Amanda. Thank you so much. And we will talk to you very soon. We had so much fun with that one, learned so many new things, and I hope that this inspires you guys to take a look around your life and take note of where you're feeling energetically blocked or stuck and reach out to a feng shui practitioner, especially Amanda, because she seems to know what she's doing, especially with her wonderful intuitive gifts. Yep. And of course, we will be bringing you many more episodes in the upcoming weeks. We have a lot of really good stuff coming. So stay tuned for that and we will talk to you guys soon. 